And I like talking about this. And then I thought about so many people don't know this. And then me and my son and my children, we were trying to figure out a podcast that we could give somebody that kind of just nailed this and hit this on the head. So we're going to talk about it today. You can call it Faith School, Healing School, or the end of your time school, end of a person's time school. But I, I want to deal with this, uh, this question about death. There's a lot of death going on. Um, a lot of people are dying. It's, it's hitting again. So I taught the healing school, Mythbuster. I don't know which Mythbuster this is. Um, but have you ever heard this? When it's my time to go, it's my time. Anybody ever heard that? It's my time. It's my time. Can't go for your time. Because when it's your time, it's your time. All right? So I want to deal with that today. The foundation of everything that we believe and teach as Christians is what? Huh? No, mama used to say. Grandma used to say. You know, like that old hymn of the church says. Can hymns be wrong? What about gospel songs? What about contemporary 2021 gospel songs? Definitely. <laughs> What about church traditions? What about when people say, you know like the good books say, nine times out of ten, that stuff's wrong. They're not even closely related to the word of God to know not to say the good book. You know I never call this the good book. Anybody ever call this the good book? If you call it, still call this the good book, come on up to get saved. People identify themselves when they call. They say, boy, the man upstairs. Okay. Bro, do you want to accept Jesus Christ? <laughs> or when they call the Bible the good book. Right? Is the Bible a good book? Yes, it is. But people identify themselves in America <laughs> when they start talking like, you don't even know God. Don't know God. All right? Generally speaking. So, what is the foundation of what we believe? What is the foundation? Where do we get it from? The, and the Bible is the, that's what we believe? Is that what everybody believes in there? Or is it mixed with something else? Everybody, let me see, let me see your face on that. What y'all thinking? Is it the word of God? Is the Bible, everybody still ain't said yes yet. Are we in here with some people that don't think the Bible is the word of God? Anybody? Cassie, don't even touch your mouth right now. <laughs> is there anybody in here that doesn't believe that this is the word of God? Because y'all, this is what we believe and teach. Yeah? How do we know about Jesus? The word of God. How do we know he died on the cross? Why are we even having church? Where was the church established? The word of God. Why do we take communion? 
Why do we baptize people? Why do we pray? Like y'all, everything we do should be out of the word of God. Somebody say amen. Now there's some things we do culturally, there's some things we do organizationally, you know. Pastor tune up at the end of a message. Is that in the word of God? No, that's culture, right? Well, we do. But singing is. So that's when the black pastor turn preaching into singing kind of thing, you know. We celebrate. We can justify it a little bit. Greeters at the door, is that in the word of God? Well, it can be. All right. I'd rather be a what? Greeter in the house of the Lord or something like that? That's what David said. But y'all, a lot of stuff we do, cameras and lights. I mean, I don't know. Lord said, let there be light. I don't know. But I'm just saying, there's some things we do that are not right. But y'all, the foundational stuff that we believe is in the word of God. So what you believe about sickness ought to come from the what you believe about dying ought to come from the word of God. And what you believe about dying and sickness and all that, it has a lot to do with how you're going to pray for somebody, how you're going to pray for yourself. All of that stuff is foundational, but it should come from the word of God. Somewhere on the internet, somebody asked this question, and this was one of these forums, and here is somebody's, I think it's got to be a fundamentalist. Fundamentalist, I'm going to tell you, when they can't explain stuff, they use this word. Sovereign and sovereignty all the time. That just explains away everything. Okay? Sovereign and sovereignty. So they were asked this question about can a person die before your time. Here's what they said. Man has a sovereignly appointed time to die. No man can cut this short or lengthen it. God is sovereign, period. Man only has a free will when it lines up with God's path. God has written the story of every human being and all, and all we have the power to do is walk it out. When we die, we die because God stopped the heartbeat. We cannot change this. Jesus himself was very clear on this when he said, no man could add one day to his life through his own efforts. The opposite is true, that no man can shorten his life through any effort. Do we believe that? I don't know. Let's see what the word of God. Six. <laughs> now, according to the Word of God, when you're studying the Word of God, and I want you to understand this for those of you, because this is the deep crowd to come in eight, right? The Bible says, even in a court setting, right? By the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. We do it in our court system too. I saw him shoot him. It was a crowd of people. Okay, then you shouldn't be the only one that saw him shoot somebody. We didn't get on camera. We interviewed 10 other people in the crowd. They didn't see him shoot nobody. Right? That's probably going to be thrown out. Right? So, when you're studying the Bible... There's another scripture that says line upon line, precept upon precept. So we build our beliefs and our doctrines 
not based on one scripture or half a scripture, right? We build it based on several witnesses in the scripture on the subject. Is that okay? So we're going to build the case today that answers this question. And I want you to, to know for sure. <laughs> Can we just go ahead and bust the question in the mouth from the beginning? Let's go to Ecclesiastes 7.17. Ecclesiastes 7.17. Now you can put this in the King James. Oh, let's see. Be not overmuch wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why should you die before your time? <laughs> now, we said, let every word be established by how many witnesses? Two or three. That's just one. But y'all, can we just look at this first? The Bible is very clear. Be not overmuch wicked. So let's just use the stuff we learned in second, third grade called context clues. Anybody remember context clues? And inferences, when they, get, when they give you a reading test, they, they test you on inferences, right? What is this passage inferring? Well, let's see. If I'm over much wicked, I can die before my time, right? If I'm foolish, I can die before my time. Now, foolish is the opposite of what? Wisdom, right? Foolishness is the opposite of wisdom. A fool is the opposite of a wise person. A wise person does things today that they're going to be happy they did tomorrow. <laughs> I think one of our parents, like every day, drink. Help a side of vinegar, lemon. He's doing it every day. No high blood pressure at 75. Nothing. They say that's what keeps it down. But they do it every day. Right? Yeah. They heard about it. People with high blood pressure heard about it too. They don't do it. <laughs> okay. Person died with high pressure. Blood pressure, die stroke. Not because they didn't know what to do. To know what to do and not to do it, that's foolish, right? But the wise person just did it every day. They're the consistent ones. They do it every day. Right? You can die before your time. According to the scripture. If I'm over much wicked, what does that mean? I'm just out there in the streets just doing whatever... YOLO, you only live once. You know what I mean? Just whatever. It's over much wicked. Get drunk and then bungee jump. Maybe I didn't strap my stuff on right. I don't know. Do you think I might die before my time? Hello? Standing on the Grand Canyon just trying to get that perfect selfie shot. And I'm going back. I want, I want people to, I want to look like I'm suspended in the air. I want to look like they, that I'm not even on the left. No! Oh, is that foolish? I could die before I'm t for my time. <laughs> Y'all, 
I do it. Okay. I'm trying to make it funny so y'all can understand it, though. <laughs> we on the South African safari. <laughs> Everybody stays on the bus and the tram when the lions are 50 yards away. And the guy got the gun on the tram for a reason. It's not going to kill a lion. It's just going to tranquilize him for a minute, right? No, 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 no. No. I want everybody to know that I am not scared of the lion. And I want to get a good selfie with that lion. Hey, man, you might die for your time, though. Is that true? How many times we heard of these accidents and stuff? Hello? Crocodile Man, what was the name? Steve, Steve. Herbert, yeah. It's, it's, his daughter and them, they still doing it. They do it a little wiser, though. I'm just saying, was it his time, though? I don't know. I don't know. If I live a drug-free life, I don't drink and drive, I didn't do a line of heroin before I got behind the car and chased it down with some bourbon and vodka. Maybe my judgment is not impaired when I see the 18-wheeler coming. Maybe I don't drive over the line into oncoming traffic and die because I was over much wicked. I'm just, y'all, come on, come on, come on, come on. Maybe if I wasn't promiscuous, kept my virginity until I was married, didn't sleep with everybody on the football team, I didn't get AIDS and die before my time. Getting ready to offend some LGBT people. Somebody look up the life expectancy of a gay man. Because it's such an equal lifestyle. Yeah? Yeah. So gay men are appointed a time to die, and straight men are appointed a time to die. Huh? That how it goes? Now, Google might have messed it up by now, but last I looked, what was it? 8 to 20 years less than a heterosexual male. Because they weaken over much. And their average sex partners that they have is between 50 and 100. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. I don't think it'd be their time to die, though. All the people that die to age, I don't think it was their time to die. All the people that overdosed on opioids. I don't think it was Whitney Houston's time to die. Furthermore, I definitely don't believe it was Bobby Christina's time to die, her daughter. What do you think? Maybe when you over much wicked? 
when Robin Williams stepped on the chair in his house and hung himself because he was in depression, untreated, wouldn't take his medicine or whatever it was. I don't think it was his time to die. What do you think? What do you think? When Kurt Cobain took the rifle and shot himself, I don't think it was his time to die. What do you think? Hmm? I think if Tupac would have kept his mouth shut, he might still be here. I think if Biggie went and drove, uh, flew down to L.A. thinking everything was cool, he might still be here. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm saying sometimes we do foolish stuff, though. And it cut our, cut our life short. Yeah? Like during the flood, and they say, go ahead and get all your stuff, hurricane, and don't drive. Hello? And people get out to my, I want to go get some Q-tips from Walgreens. Walgreens is closed anyway. They drive into 20 feet of water. Was it their time to die, though? I, I'm just asking y'all. Or should they have been wise and stay at the house? I don't need no Q-tips right now. These are stories we hear, yes. When you see a live wire, maybe you shouldn't touch it. Maybe you shouldn't try to work on the lights in your house with the breaker still on. <laughs> hey, bro, should we turn the breaker? No, 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 bro, I did this mean to, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Foolishness. Foolishness, yes. Foolishness, yes. Climbing a mountain with no ropes, no shoes, no nothing. Foolishness. Jumping into the ocean, you know you can't swim. Trying to impress somebody. Everybody say foolishness. You can cut your life short. Hmm. I know some people, and it was a sad situation. They bought a pool. None of them could swim. No, nobody could swim. They just bought a pool. Hey. All is in the earth is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. The vanity, right? We got a pool. Okay, how about learning to swim, though? One of their family members drowned. Older. Adult. Came back. They was dead. Was it that time? Or they probably needed to look at a housing scheme model without a pool. Because you can slip in, bust your head, whatever, get dizzy, whatever. And you done fell into the pool. Yes or no? All right. So this scripture clearly says you can die for you before your time because of, number one, over my, I mean, just wicked out the door. Yeah? You can. Excess, just living. You know, pretty good. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. That's done killed a lot of people. And we switched the, 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 the genre music. Sex, drugs, and R&B. Sex, drugs, and hip hop. Sex, drugs, and whatever you want to call it. And those were people's choices. Somebody say amen. <laughs> this is a good one. 
You could die for your time, according to this scripture. Look at that, my mama. That brings up another scripture. Let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Exodus twenty and five. This person, they sound like they knew what they was talking about today. You cannot clearly cannot add or shorten. Okay. We just want to look at the scripture because we're sovereign, sovereign, the sovereignty, sovereignty of God, sovereign, sovereign. Oh gosh, and God is sovereign. I'm gonna teach on the sovereignty of God one day too. Because I, I, I'm not the person like to always tell people what it don't mean. I want to tell you what it does mean. Right? God is sovereign. Somebody say amen. amen. Look at uh, Exodus 20, verse 12. Let's go 12, brother. Not 5, verse 12. All right. Can we all read this together? Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may... We long upon. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can we talk about inferences again? What does this scripture infer? Come on, star test takers. What does it infer? If I honor my mother and father. What does it infer? That my days will be long. Can I lengthen my days? I sure can. By doing what? <laughs> that, is that what it's saying though? I'm, y'all, we're just going on the scriptures, right? We're not talking about mama used to say. We're not talking about that. What mama used to say, granny used to say. Right? We talking about what the word of God says, right? When it's my time, it's my time. Yeah. Especially if I've been obeying my mama and honoring my daddy and honoring my mama and not disrespecting them. Come on, somebody. My time going to be longer than your time. <laughs> Hello? Does this depend on God or does it depend on me? Y'all, it's my time, it's my time. What does this scripture say though? This scripture said God has already appointed a time for me to die. That's not what the Bible says. He has not appointed the day and time that you're going to die. You have something to do with it. Have we seen two scriptures yet? First scripture says if we don't live wicked over much and we don't do foolish stuff like backing up at the Grand Cane to try to get the perfect selfie shot, we might not die before our time, right? We might not die early, right? Okay. Honor your mother and father that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord God giveth thee. Honor your mother and father that thy days may be long. If I die at 25, are my days long? Do we consider that long days? I don't. Now, when I was younger, I thought 50, 50, maybe old. Okay, I'm 50 now. <laughs> I, I don't think that that's a long life, that 50. Anybody here? Huh? 
No, you ain't even watch your daughters down the aisle, nothing like that, see your grandchildren, right? Well, some of us have. We had, our, <laughs> we had our babies at 13, and, you know. We got young grandparents these days, but you know what I'm saying. All right. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long. So this infers that my days can be lengthened based on how I honor my mother and father. Is this true? Is this the word of God? Can I show it to you again? The same scripture. Let's go to Ephesians. Come on, Roy. Keep up. <laughs> I'm messing with Roy. Ephesians 6 and 1. All the children, young people up in here. Please listen to this. Children, obey your parents and the Lord. For this is right. Here we go. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Now, this is commentating on the scripture. This commandment has a promise, which is a contingency based on what you do or you don't do. Honor your mother and father, which is the first commandment with promise. Keep going. That it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. The length of your life is contingent on this, according to this scripture on how you honor your mother and father. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I put something in right there? I love Americans. I love Americans. I love Americans. We so stupid. We think we so smart. What culture generally has the longest living people? Asians. <laughs> what is the family youth for the Asians? So here we go. This, this is American people. So Asians live long. Let's see what they eat. Y'all remember, y'all remember you was going to the gas station, right? And everybody had bottles of ginseng, the ginseng root. Ginseng. It must be ginseng. That's why they live so long. Right? Yeah. We, they get you some ginseng. <laughs> Y'all remember everybody was going into business with the green teas? Because then we discovered the Asians eat green teas. They drink, they drink, drink green teas. That's what they drink. So let's drink green tea because the Asians live long. There's certain properties in the green tea, the antioxidants and all of that, right? That, that, that's going to you know, cause you to live long. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Or, you know, they're really mostly vegetarians. They really just eat rice and stuff like that. So we try to adopt all this stuff that the Asians do. Not realizing something major that the Asians do. You know why they live so long? Because they honor their elders. They honor them. You know what they don't have in China and Japan? You know what goes out of business? They don't have nursing homes. They don't. When their parents get old, older, they move their parents in with them and they care for them. It is a, very, it's a culture of honor, especially for the elderly. They live into, well into the hundreds. 
Yeah. When we were in Hawaii a few weeks ago, and I, the Lord, he just opens my eyes to stuff. He said, because Hawaii has a lot of Asians in it, you know. They're, 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 uh, and there's a reason for that. We found out the history of all of that. Amen. And he said, look, he said, look. He said, have you ever hardly seen an elderly Asian person on a walking stick? Walkers? Wheelchairs? Asian people. I mean, they be older too, like 80, 90. They be getting around. Still driving. <laughs> What's the secret, Americans? Ginseng! Green tea! No, they honor their mother and father. And y'all, when you break something, it's in, your, it's, it's in their blood. One of the greatest aides I ever had uh, assistance as a teacher, his name is Mr. Fong. He's telling me, no, 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 Mr. Long. You talk to your children in calm, quiet voice. Soft voice? Tell one time. I say, hey, Mr. Fong, you ain't never raised no black children. Come on, somebody. You can't tell them no calm voice. Tell them one time. See, it's in our blood. We ought to break it though. Amen. We ought to break that dishonor. Somebody say amen. amen. We got to break it. Amen. No, no, no. You talk sweet boy. You talk sweet boy. Mr. Long. How many of y'all got some black kids? Go ahead and try to talk some sweet voice. Did you please wash the dishes today before I get back home? And it's still in the game. Get some, get some. <laughs> they don't care anything study of you. <laughs> My mama pulled up a note. Mama, did you bring, you got to bring me that note. She wrote me when I was in high school. My mom's premiership is so beautiful. It was not a beautiful note. First of all, you left the restroom dirty. You did not wash the dishes like I told you, and you will not be going to see Regina this weekend unless you get. <laughs> she she took that to me the other day. It was so funny. What sweet voice either? No, the Asians, and it's in the blood. Like y'all, they're very um, honorable to the elderly. They honor them. Now, let me tell you what honor means. Okay, some of y'all. Honor has to do with money. Remember it says about the preachers, double honor, they were double honor. They talk about money, right? So honor is always money, right? So we honor our parents with money. We do you know, whatever we can do. My mom, man, she'll be at my house and say, you know, Randy, if I had a TV like that, I mean, I really think I need a TV. Mama, just take the TV. Just take it. <laughs> Right? That's the truth. 
We honor, we honor our parents. Somebody say amen. Amen. Honor them on birthdays. Honor them on their special days. Send them money. Bless them. Right? Especially when God has blessed you. Right? But that determines how long you live according to the scripture. Are y'all ready? Is this good for anybody? So now we're getting this all on tape. Right? So you got one sermon that talks about this. Yeah. Let's go to Psalms 91, verse 16. Psalms 91, verse 16. So you got to read the whole Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide in shadow of the Almighty. So this, this scripture don't apply to everybody, right? Some of y'all don't read the Bible, but I think Israel Holden had a song, right? What does it say? We're long life. Yeah, I think so. He's right. He got it from the scripture. With long life will I satisfy him. Long life. Long life. Will I satisfy him? What does that mean? Let's make it very plain. How many of y'all have ever been to a buffet somewhere, somebody serving you, and they're serving it out sooner? Is that enough? No, a little more. Is that enough? No, there's one more scoop. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. You're satisfied with that portion, right? Right. That's what it means. That you can live, that you determine the person. Now, in this text, is the person that dwells in the secret place of the most high, which is basically a child of God, somebody serving God. Believe in God, right? But it says, this whole scripture talks about how they're protected, right? They should not be afraid of the arrows by day, right? Do people be shooting arrows by day anymore? No. What, what are they shooting? Bullets. We're not to be afraid for the arrows or the bullets that fly by day. They do be flying too. Flying in Chicago again this weekend. Chief of police was killed. Chief of police in Chicago was killed. Thou should not be afraid for the arrow to fly by day, nor for the incurable diseases, COVID, all of that, right? Because you're protected. This person is. This, this scripture don't belong to everybody. There's some prerequisites. You got to read it. But with long life will I satisfy him. And show him my salvation. So we keep hearing scriptures about long life. So can we establish what long life is? <laughs> We're in healing school. What do you think a long life is? Anybody know? How's it twenty? What else? Anybody else got a number? Huh? Nobody else got a number? Lord, don't kill them. They, they're not even saying that. Well, how, how long is a long life? Over 90? That's pretty long life. Yeah? Okay. Long life. Anybody else? I ain't hear nobody say 50 or 45. 
60. 60 is not long life. What about 70? Huh? What about three score and 10 though? Y'all ever heard that? Come on, Baptist people. Now, we all heard three score and 10, didn't we? Did you hear three score and 10 or what? All right, let's go. Let's see. So 70 is not long. And the Bible, the, the, they say that they, the God promised them 70 years. Yeah? Is that, is that what the Bible saying? Well, let's get, let's get to what the Bible says. See, y'all don't even know. So y'all going to believe me if I say, if I say it, hold on, let me find that scripture. All right. Let's go back to Psalms. Mm. Uh, yeah, it is Psalm 90. Let's go once, one, one over. Psalms 90. What verse is that? Just 10. For all of our days pass away in your wrath, we end our years with a groan. The years of life are 70, and if by reason of strength, 80. Yet their length is tall in sorrow, for they soon end and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger or your wrath according to your fear? So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Okay? Now, I want you to understand that Moses wrote this song. This was not uh, David. David wrote most of the songs. This was Moses. And do you know who he was writing it for? And by the way, Moses didn't die at 70. How old was he when he died? 120. So who was he talking about? Three score and ten. Let me, let me help you. This psalm poem was written after the people of Israel had rebelled against God. And God, they were supposed to go in the promised land. And God told them, none of y'all will go in. You will die in the wilderness, but your children will go in. Somebody say amen. Now, seems like if God wanted to cut somebody off and let the next generation go in, he's not going to let them live to 120. They've been in rebellion. And you notice the next verse talks about God's wrath and his anger. He was mad at those people because he had brought them out of Egypt to take them into the promised land. And they rejected what he wanted to do. They say we can't do it. Joshua and Caleb, if you, if you remember this, over numbers, they tore their clothes. They say, y'all, don't do this. Oh, Lord. Can I, can I say this? I really want people to hear this. As a pastor, there are times when you see people 
get ready to make a fatal mistake. And you say, yo, don't do this. Why are you all excited, Pastor? <sighs> I I'm telling you now, don't do this. They still had a window to obey God. Don't, 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 no, don't. Just, just, just be, don't say nothing else. Don't, don't say it. Don't do it. Let's turn this around. Mm -mm. People dig in. They did the hills in. No, no, uh-uh, you can't tell me. Okay. Joshua and Caleb begged them. Don't think this way. Don't listen to what these people are telling y'all that we can't take the land. We can. They're bread for us. We, we could go in at once. <laughs> but people don't fill in the blank. They don't listen. That's another reason you could die before your time. They didn't listen. They did not listen. And so, that's who this scripture applied to. They were dying at 70, and some of them had more strength than others, 80 at the most. They were not living past that because God was getting that next generation, their replacements, ready to go in. <laughs> so some of us, and I know in the Baptist church, I heard that all my life. Three score and ten, three score and ten, three score and ten, three score and ten, which is 70 years. Three score and ten. I got my three score and ten, so I'm good. Y'all, the average lifespan of a person is past that. And now people are living to be 90 and 100 years old. So church folks are believing for less than the average? And we say that we have Christ who came to give us life and life more. That's why you can't believe and repeat everything you hear. Right? And that's why by the word of two or three witnesses, scriptures, let everything be established. This was a false thing that we were taught. This was false. Amen. We can live well past 70 years old. And Moses who said it lived to be 120. <laughs> Somebody say amen. Y'all ready for a few more scriptures? What are we debunking? Myth. When it's my time, it's my time. Hello? Reason I ain't died COVID, because it wasn't my time. No, you're stupid. Reason you died COVID, because you had a whole church a group of church people praying for you and we were believing you and declaring that you would live and not die. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. I'm almost done. Is this a good message? Amen. Not really exciting, but informative, right? Okay. Can you die before your time? Can you do anything that will shorten your life? Can you shorten your life? Yes. Well, let's see. Acts 5. 1 through 11. <laughs> Let's go to Acts 5, 1 through 11. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think if you're messing with the man of God and the anointing, 
I think you can die before your time, though. I believe it. Y'all, not only do I believe it, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Not only that, with other people associated with me, I've seen it happen. Not trying to scare nobody, but I've seen it happen. All right. But a certain man named Ananias and Sapphira, his wife sold a possession, kept back part of the price. His wife also knew it. She can't play dumb like she don't know because he told her and brought a certain part and laid it before the possibility. Basically, they lied about some money. They said they sold their house and they're giving all, they, they said they sold their house and was giving all the proceeds from the house to the church because that's what other people were doing. Now, there was never a mandate, a command, or any instruction to do this. Right? So, for instance, Sister Sally, she came and said, you know what? We just sold our land. We're going to give all this money. Everybody said, woo. And Brother Jimmy came out and said, you know what? I think we're going to do that same thing, too. We just sold all our money. We're going to give it Yay! Right? So then it became the trend and the popular thing to do. Everybody started doing it according to the scriptures. A lot of people did it. And they wanted the credit for what the other people was doing. But they're like, nah, we're going to hold back part of this. Now, y'all, obviously they were Christians. They had given their life to Christ. Hello? Hmm. Y'all, this is the first death recorded in the church. Just days after the church was created. They were not supposed to die. Number one, Tia, they could have just not participated in the offering at all. They still been living. <laughs> they could have sold their stuff, gave half the money, and came and said, y'all, now nah, bless y'all who had the faith to sell and give up, but we're going to give half the money. Amen. They probably still got some applause. Man, if I sold my house at four hundred thousand dollars and gave two hundred thousand to the church, what y'all think? Hey, man, pastor's committed. <laughs> so my sister, they didn't have to die though, but they did. They shortened their life, fooling around with the anointing, lying to the man of God. Huh. Ooh, Jesus. But Peter said, Ananias, why here Satan? Side note, a lot of times you think it's just your own idea. He said, why have Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and keep back part of the price of the land? While it remained, was it not your own? He reasoned with me. After it was sold, was it not in your own power? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? He asked him three, three questions. This brother should start speaking up. <laughs> oh, man, Peter, yeah, oh, I repent. Something. You don't hear none of that. Thou hast not lied unto men. Who was he talking to, though? 
Who was he talking to, though? No, he was talking to a man. <laughs> See, this is what, this is just, you got to know. He was talking to a man. That's why he corrected him. He said, you think you was just talking to me. You didn't lie to a man. Was Peter a man? He said, you, know, you didn't lie to me. You lied to the Holy Ghost. How's he lying to the Holy Ghost but just talking to a man? Is that possible? Oh, yeah. You got to know who you're talking to and who you're dealing with. Somebody say amen. amen. Been dealing with one of the fundamentalist pastors don't believe in the Holy Ghost? He probably got away with this. <laughs> no signs, wonders, and miracles? He probably would have got away with it. But he was dealing with Peter, who had just healed the man, who was born lame, had never walked. Yeah. He said, "Why is that?" He said, "While it remains, right?" He said, uh, "Thou's not lied unto me, but you lied unto God." Keep going. And Ananias, hearing those words, fell down. You notice he heard the word. He never said nothing. He never repented. Never. Hearing those words, he fell down and gave up the ghost. What does that mean? Translation, he died. Did he shorten his life? He did. That was his own decision. Y'all, back in the 70s and the 80s, people had a little more reverence for church. And you would hear people say, you know, you'd be out there evangelizing them or drunkard or somebody's on drugs or somebody was out there in the street. And they say, hey, man, I ain't finna come in there and play with God, though. And y'all, that has some merit. That, that, that has some merit. Because they mean, you know what? I know I ain't serious, I ain't ready. I ain't coming in there playing with that power. Even if it was superstitious in their origin, what they thought. And some of it was. You know, people used to pass by a church with the boom boom system. Turn it down. Because they had reverence for God. Not anymore. Not anymore. Right? Talk to the pastor any kind of way. I don't see fights break out at church. Folks cussing folk out. Well, mostly because the church ain't got no power. The pastor ain't got no power. No how. He is carnal as them, right? But y'all, sometimes you, you're not dealing with a carnal person. <laughs> you can shorten your life. Fooling with the anointing. In the wrong way. Mm. Ah. Oh. Let's look at uh, this is First Chronicles sixteen twelve. Let's go there. First Chronicles sixteen twelve. You with me, Roy? No, Second Chronicles. Go to Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles sixteen twelve. And Asa was the was in the thirty and ninth month of his reign, was diseased in his feet until his disease was exceedingly great. Yet in his in his disease he sought not the Lord, but he went to physicians. Keep going. And Asa died, 
with his fathers. He died in the 41st year of his reign. Why did he die? According to this inference. Anybody know? When he got sick, what did he do? He did not pray, did not see God. He trusted the doctors alone. Are we telling people don't go to the doctor? No. But some people going to doctors, trusted the doctors, didn't put any faith in God. How many of y'all know a lot of people have died under doctor's treatment, though? Right? Not applying faith in a situation. When who comes to kill you? Who comes to kill you? The devil. John 10.10. 10. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And you don't turn to God, you don't put no faith in God, you might die. Could it be healed and live? Somebody say amen. Bible says you have not because you ask not. But I'm going to tell you, it's hard to build a prayer life when you're going through a crisis. It's hard to learn faith scriptures and healing scriptures. Come on, somebody. When you got a ventilator down your throat. Hello? You need to build that house when? Right, before. Didn't seek the Lord. Bible said he died. Mm. Let's go to Second uh, Samuel 6 and 7. Y'all, I know we went like eight, nine, ten months, and we got to record to prove it. Well, nobody coughing. People's holding their coughs. Now, y'all, people getting scared again. Now, I'm not scared when you cough. But you, you, better, you better figure out how to repress your cause now. Again. Y'all, we got take, we got a whole year of tape. Y'all, babies wasn't even coughing on tape. In the midst of COVID, I'm telling you, we got it. I got the proof. I said, so people cannot cough that long? Now they ain't clearing their throat. Wasn't even. <clears throat> None of that. You know, when allergies come, you hear. You hear all that? You know what I'm talking about? Like, we, we didn't hear none of that during COVID. <laughs> we didn't hear nobody coughing, no sneezing. <laughs> Dr. Rogers said one time in the middle of COVID, Cassie was there. She was unmarried at the time. Said they was all down at the altar. Say somebody sneezed. They said, he said, he said, the altar crowd parted like the Red Sea, just like that. <laughs> what does Psalms 91 say? Thou shalt not be afraid. That's a, that's a command. Somebody say amen. If somebody, if somebody got COVID in here, then the Bible says, these are the signs that follow them that believe. They shall lay hands on the, and they shall recover. We're not the sick, not supposed to be. Somebody say amen. We're supposed to be the ones the sick can come to. Hello? When Jesus touched them lepers, man, I wonder did they have hand sanitizer. After Jesus touched the lepers, he's on there. <laughs> he was not afraid. Somebody say amen. All right. <laughs> Where are we at? Yeah. So 2 Samuel 6 and 7. Let me turn there. Now this is, a, this is another 
deal, no. Um, you know, it's kind of like this stuff with Peter. All right. So they were bringing back the Ark of the Covenant on a cart, verse 3. And they brought it back from the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. Uzzah and Ahiho, the sons of Abinadab, were driving the new cart. They brought it with the ark of God. Now, the instructions on how to carry the ark is not to carry it on the cart. Did you know that? It has handles on the ark. It was built with handles. What are handles for? What's the root word of handle? Hand. It, it, it wasn't built with wheels. It was built with handles. So the ark of the covenant was supposed to be carried by hand. By four men. That's how you're supposed to carry. Those were the rules. They got fancy. Put it on a cart. Said, man, we can make double time. We just roll this thing on this cart. Hello? They brought in the ark from the house. Okay? Of a Benedict who's walking in front of the ark. While David and the entire house of Israel was celebrating. So they weren't rolling faster than people that was walking because people was walking in front of it. So why you got it on road? What's the benefit of a cart anyway? Meanwhile, David and the entire house of Israel was celebrating before the Lord all sorts of instruments. And when they came upon the threshing floor of Nacon, Uzzah reached out, took hold of the ark because the oxen had stumbled. The Lord became angry against Uzzah and struck him down on the spot for his irreverence. He died there beside the ark of God, of God. Was this his time? I don't think so. I think he made a bad decision. And these people, if they didn't know, you know, I think Biggie said, if you don't know, now you know. They should have known. Because they was handling the anointed ark. Somebody say amen. So there were rules about the things of God. And I want to say this in this house too. There are rules about the things of God. Some of y'all like to do the things of God like you do the stuff on the street. And if you do that stuff, it can shorten your life. It really can. It really can. You know, you go get a number two at McDonald's or Chick-fil-A. Eat it however you want to eat it, right? There are rules for eating stuff in the house of God called the Lord's Supper. The Bible clearly states that people die before their time because of how they eat the Lord's Supper. That's New Testament. That's Old Testament stuff. No, that's New Testament. Can we go there to the last one? Uh, uh, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty nine 29 through 31. It told that a man examined himself told the church how we do it. Now, y'all, some of y'all were Catholics. The Catholics come around, and they eat every time. They come to the thing, and the priest give it to them. They grab it, they eat it, drink right, or they dip it in the thing, right? Everybody eats it individually, right? That's not biblical. That's not how Paul said we should do it. Paul said we should wait with each other. And eat it at the same time. 
there's a manner we're supposed to. That's why we do it that way. He said, if you're hungry, go to your houses and eat. That's what he said. See, y'all, and this is the problem in the church, and we're going to talk about it in the, in the next service. I'm, can I give you a teaser of what the next service sermon is going to be? You might want to stay. How to avoid church hurt. That's going to be good. I'm going to tell you right now. How to avoid church hurt is going to be good. But, see, that's the problem. You got new people come in, and they're trying to run the same rules, relationship that they do in the world, in the church. And if you are in an anointed church, that could get you in a lot of trouble. Somebody say amen. amen. Paul says, look at um, 1 Corinthians. Let's go to... Uh, Let's go to 27, man. 1 Corinthians 11, 27. Let's go to 27. Say, wherefore, whosoever shall eat and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Now, all y'all in here have taken Lord's Supper. Have anybody ever explored what eating it unworthily is? Like, I wouldn't be doing that and it say you could be guilty of the body and the blood. You sitting up here eating, don't even know what eating it unworthily is? I'll be finding out. Like if it say, you know, you take this man and say, it could kill you unless you take it like this, you're not going to try to find out how it could kill you before you take it? I would. Okay, everybody look at me. And this is so true. A lot of times when people catching cancers in the church, dying, even though we done prayed, 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 Get, have all kind of problems and die even after everybody done pray, pray, pray is because the Bible says the secret thing belongs to the Lord and sometimes one of them secret things is this right here. I, I, I promise you. And this, you can't say this at a, somebody's funeral. <laughs> it's crass. It's not polite. Sometimes pastors know. Sometimes the pastor knows the secret. Sometimes he does. Whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Keep going. But let a man examine himself, woman too, right? And let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. Keep going. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation. To himself, not discerning the Lord's body. People mean as a snake, holding grudges. I the grudge. Me and my mom was talking about when our family members just keep holding grudges and come in and eat the Lord's supper month after month after month, and wonder why cancer's growing in their body. And most of the time, cancer don't announce when it start growing. There's been some time it was growing, you didn't even know it. Y'all, this is the truth. If you eat and drink unworthily, and some people just want to eat, well, I don't, I'm as good as her. Okay, you don't know what's going on with her, though. It didn't say let a man examine his neighbor. It said let a man examine him. That's why we take y'all through that exercise. 
Is there anybody you haven't forgiven? Every month. But you know, when I, when I go into counseling, we counseling people that took communion and they mad about something four or five months ago. Y'all wouldn't do that stuff, y'all. Woo, Jesus, I feel anointing right now. Good God of mine. This, y'all, this is a strong message. I thought this would be light. This is strong. Next, next, next verse. Yeah, no, go back. Go back to that. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Not discerning the Lord's body. Why did Ananias and Sapphira fall down? They didn't discern. They was dealing with the Lord. Why did Uzzah die when he reached out to state of the art? He didn't understand who he was trying to handle. <laughs> Keep going. For this cause, many are weak in the church. Atheists are not taking the communion. <laughs> the bean pie, bow tie, brothers, they're not taking the communion. Buddhists and Hindus are not taking communion. This is Christians. The reason why many Christians are weak and are sick, a lot of sick Christians, and many sleep. That's the New Testament word for die. Another verse says, die before that time. Many die before that time for this cause. Why? Because they did not discern the body. Are y'all still with me? Keep going. 31. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Sometimes death is a judgment, and the Bible says if you would have judged yourself, you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have been judged and died before your time. How many scriptures did we show you? I can show you more. So that's what finality answered this question. When it's your time, is it your time? No. Can you lengthen your life? Can you shorten your life? Case closed. So don't let nobody tell you that anymore. Hello? I'm pretty sure. And it's not an arrogant statement, but I'm pretty sure. There have been some people's lives extended because of me and my prayer. My, my mom talked about it. Me and her talked about it before. She fell asleep at the wheel. She should have been she should have been dead or severely impaired. But at the same moment, she was going through that crash. God had me in worship. It was a crowd. I never felt it before. Cloud of worship engulfed my car, and I started praying in tongues. The Spirit told me to. She could have been dead. coming on the anniversary or we, we just passed it? What was it? July the 5th. How many years ago? 2009. Could have been at her funeral in 2009. 
but she's still here. Your connection with people. My mom left one ministry, came to this ministry, because she said, everybody over there dying of COVID. People over here, nobody died of COVID. And we had several people get it. Your decisions, y'all, can lengthen your life or shorten it. And my mom said, I ain't never joining your church. <laughs> she did. She changed her mind. Because obviously God, it, it wasn't about me. God was talking to her. Somebody say amen. You can lengthen your life. Wisdom key. Your decisions determine your future. Your decisions determine your future. You want to decide to honor your mother? I saw some of y'all looking sideways when you're talking about your parents. Man, I done did. Hey, go back, repent, and start honoring. <laughs> that clock going to go the other way. Oh, God, okay. Let's give us some more years then. You can start today. That's why you're here to hear this message. <laughs> Somebody say amen. You can start today, young people, washing the dishes the first time right and doing all that stuff, right? You can start today. But you can lengthen or shorten your life. We just showed you 10 different scriptures, 10 different ways, right? It's your decisions. It's your decisions. I wonder if somebody had decided to repent and stop, they'd probably still be alive. You know what I'm talking about? Would not listen, would not repent, got brazen with it. And I predicted her death. I said, I didn't know what. I said, God, God's, God's given them a year. A year to almost the date I said it, that lady died. Because she was in full-on rebellion, wicked over much, and coming against somebody who was highly anointed. Did it happen? Did it happen? <laughs> I got witnesses in here. You can't do that stuff. Not calling no names, but if you in here, you can see what I'm pointing to. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Had a conversation on what to have talked to his, his superior about. He wasn't having it. That brother died two weeks later. I initiated the whole thing. I did. The anointing. The Holy Ghost because it wasn't right how he was being treated. That brother died at 40-something. 42 in perfect health. You can lengthen your days now or you can shorten. It's based on your decisions. And a lot of it, y'all, is just listening and honoring. Listening and honoring. 
If you can't discern when you're in the presence of the spirit of God or the anointed or anointed people, then, you know, you need to pray for that. You need to be able to discern that. Because I'm sure the boss man had plenty of conversations with other people that he had disagreed with and didn't want to do and blah, blah, blah. But this time, it was different. It was. You know, I got more stories about that. I got more stories. I got more stories. <sighs> Some of them are sad to tell, bro. You oh, Jesus. I won't tell you. <laughs> but I got more to tell. Every head bowed, every eye closed.